With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavalawa. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a hook. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley runs the opening kick. 97 yards. What's up, Bucket fam? We're back for week 11 of the NFL season. Just so everyone knows, we're going to say this right now. Our record's 24-18 and 18 on the season, and we're 7-1 and one on bets we get together. We know. No bullshit right now. We're getting right into this shit. But with that being said, Mr. Reniger, how was your weekend? Hello, Degenerates. All right, here we go. One and two. No, that's not the time. You told your granny you'd meet her for brunch. It's my record last week. More disappointing. Then when you try to jump, dump your girlfriend and she says, I'm pregnant, I'm talking worse feeling than when you're in a car and you're 20 minutes from your house and your stomach starts to turn and the poop gods are calling. I promise to be better and I have failed. In the name of the butthole surfers, the band, I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? <laughs> Dude, these keep getting better. Like <laughs> you keep getting better and better with this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those deals, man. I mean, I've had more one and two weeks this year than I've had in the last three years of betting. You know what I'm saying? Like, the one thing, like, we talk about constantly is as the season progresses, the picks get harder. But, like, if you, like, when we get down into the breakdowns here coming up, like, you're going to understand why, like, I'm one and two. Like, it's not like I'm sitting here just making blind-ass picks. I mean, I'll just jump right in if you don't mind. Um, You have Tampa Bay, Washington. You know what I mean? Uh, I picked the over 51 and a half. Tampa Bay comes in there, lays a goose egg. Washington wins. They have 48 total points. Who's seen that coming? Not me. You know? No, no I, I, I'm in agreement with you there. I mean, I had the Bucks in a spread pool, and it was – I lost three games. Right? Yeah, I ended up losing only three or four, ga- four games, I think it was. And that was, they were one of them. And I was I was thinking – when I looked at that game, I was like – Ah, Brady probably just blows this defense out of the water like they did in Miami, like put up probably like 40, and then Washington probably gets some points late, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like Brady looked bad. Like off the bye week, he was like throwing picks and stuff. It didn't make sense. And once again, that's how the NFL is going this year. Like there's just a ton of games that are just like upside down. Like there's no way this team is supposed to be in this game. Like Miami last week, Miami-Baltimore. Like we lost the Baltimore Survivor on them, but like – there was no business Miami should have been in that game, and they made Lamar Jackson look like a rookie. Like, yeah. their defense looked like the 85 Bears. Like, what the hell is that? No, I agree. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah okay, you're, good. Go. you're good. Um, sorry about that, folks. I had a little bit of a freeze on my end. Um, no, I completely agree. I mean, Tom Brady out there looking like Father Time. I don't know what the hell happened to him. He looked like he got smoked in the face real quick, like, um, and just – stutter stepped uh yeah terrible um it's pretty much all i gotta say about that like it's just one of those weird ass games where like you, you expect to win it like i didn't expect to cover by a whole lot i knew it was right around 51 and a half i didn't think um it would definitely go under and i did not see washington win it's just one of those things that like were just completely mind-boggling to me especially how weird this season's been injury wise uh teams beating other teams but it is the nfl like i say all the time ev always says sleepy spots or we say about luck boxes and wherever else it is the nfl at the end of the day anybody 
Fangio said it the best when Urban Meyer came up to him and he said, it's like you're playing Alabama every week. Like, nobody, this is the NFL. Like, anybody can beat anybody at any given time, any given Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. It's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, So this will bring me into my first game. I lost this one, the Cleveland-New England under. You want to talk about weird games. I know. Cleveland opened this game up, and they ran it down the Patriots' throat, right down the field. Then threw the ball four times on inside the five-yard line, scored a touchdown, and that was the last time they did anything all game. And then yeah, the Patriots my, scored 45 on it, 45 on answer the rest of the game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the Pats had a, quite a day for me. Uh, I have Hunter Henry as a tight end. He's been kind of blowing up for me, uh, kind of a buy-low guy if you get into the fantasy hole ordeal. He just, like he just scores a touchdown. Like, every week yeah. he's just guaranteed a touchdown. Like, yeah, he scored in, like, seven straight weeks or some shit. It reminds me almost of like the early 2000s, kind of how football was played. The the tight end use of the Patriots, like I said, like almost like the Charlie Weiss era where they just they feed these guys, these big, ginormous targets to ball. Like they're just big, thick guys. You think of like guys like every time I, I think about this offense, I think about Notre Dame because I'm a big Notre Dame fan. And like I said, when Charlie Weiss was there, um, it has nothing to do with Charlie Weiss, but it's just the type of offense that they run. That like like I was saying, it gives it gives these guys opportunities, especially in the red zone or short yardage situations, to grab first downs. Um, they're big guys. Like you got guys like Kyle Rudolph that came out of Notre Dame, Cole Komet that came out of Notre Dame. Like you know what I mean? Like Hunter Henry isn't from Notre Dame, but that offensive style is is that portrayal of a spread offense from teams no, like that in the past. I agree. And my note on the Patriots. As much as it pains me to say these words, and we all know I hate this team, and they should be bad at football. They should be. Mac Jones, I know everyone's going to say completion percentage, just that and the other thing. The guy's average up targets dog shit, but I give Belichick credit. I give that defense credit. I don't give Mac Jones credit because he just has to not throw the ball far. Um, I mean, baby goat, put him in the Hall of Fame, Uh, Mac Jones, I mean. But the Patriots are actually a good football team. And I I don't want to say it, but if you look at the analytics and the numbers, you can make the argument that they are in the running to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Like if you look at teams that make the Super Bowl run, they're teams that are top in offense and top in defense. Top like, I think, in the top 10 in both. The Patriots are top 10 in both. The Patriots defense is playing great right now. Like they are just lights out. Like they're shutting everyone down and we'll see if that continues. They get Atlanta this week. So I mean, anyone could shut Atlanta down, but then their offense, they're running the rock and Mac Jones is making the throws when he has to make them. And I hate to say it as the season goes on, he's only going to get more aggressive. And I don't, they, they don't have like Odell. They don't have like a big weapon out there like Justin Jefferson or, or Cooper Cup or something, but they have just guys that are going to make plays. Jacoby Myers is going to make plays. He finally got in the end zone last weekend. Like, as much as I hate this team, I will be the one to say they're good at football this year. Yeah, I mean, me and Ev kind of had a good, like, knee slapper before this whole thing started here. Like, Ev was like, you know, sleepy spot for Atlanta, and I was like... It is. It is a sleepy sleepy spot for New England this week. 100% uh, sleepy spot New England. I mean, I had to laugh. I was, because, like, in my mind, like, this... This guy's bagging on the Patriots all the time. Like he just hates them. But um, anyways, that'll take me into my next freaking review here. Uh, we got Philly Denver. I was a big Philadelphia guy last week. Um, kind of shocked Dev a little bit. Look, Philadelphia has a way of pulling out games just like this. Like it's it was just one of those games where I got the feeling 
look, it's Denver. Denver started out, everybody's like, oh, Denver this year, 3-0, and right on the lip. Now look where they're at. I mean, come on. We all seen it coming. The schedule dictated where the Denver Broncos are at now. Um, Philadelphia pulls this one out. Plus three, got the W. It was a really nice win. Jalen Hurts, uh, Nick Sirianni, nice bounce back from last week. Um, I hope that they keep it pushing, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you got good closing line value. I think the line closed one or, or a pick maybe. Um, yeah, it was a completely right side on this one. Um, Denver, Teddy covers my ass. Defense, blah, 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 blah. Big win against Dallas two weeks ago. Coming off of it, uh, I guess we'll call it a sleepy spot. Call it another sleepy slot. But, um, hey, Hurts was able to throw the ball. He got the ball. Devontae Smith got in the end zone twice. Had a hell of a throw to the corner of the end zone. Had a hell of a catch. If you look at this team's um, schedule going forward, they get Washington two more times. They have a bye week. They get the Giants in there. They get Carolina. I think it's Carolina. Yeah, they get Carolina somewhere. Um, they get the Saints this week at home, which we'll talk about that game later. Um, this team can make a playoff run. Like You look at the schedule. You look at the growth we've come from the beginning of the season to not run the ball to we're going to run the ball a shit ton. They're getting Miles Sanders back either this week or next week. Hertz is coming along. Devontae Smith, they're finally figuring out, hey, let's use the kid. He's really good at football. Let's not use yeah. Quez Watkins. This team, defense, still a little bit of a question mark, but they had the Darius Slay had the big fumble recovery last week. Um, yeah, I really like where this Philly team's going right now, and that was a, that was a good cover last week. Good call. Thank you. I appreciate it. That'll bring me into my second game, the Buffalo Jets. Over this game could not have went more perfect than I could have pinpointed. I'm pretty sure last week I said the Bills are going to blow them out. The Jets are going to get some slot points at the end. That'll take the total over. That's exactly what happened. Get right spot for the Bills. They blew them out like we would all suspect, but Joe Flacco came in, and we got our boy Elijah Moore in the end zone for those garbage points at the end of the game. Good for the (laughs) fantasy people out there. This Buffalo team, they're... I wouldn't say back yet, like from where they were in the beginning of the season to where they are now. They just beat up on the Jets, like big deal. But I think this is the this is the giddy up of we had our little lull. Now let's let's get the train rolling again. Um, they're getting Dawson Knox back. Uh, yeah, I really like where this Buffalo team's going, and um, we got the the total to go over there. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that Flacco came in for Jets. Um, they're starting Flacco again this week, I believe. Um, interesting move, nice rotation, I guess, by the Jets. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. It's the Jets, man. Um, L.A., San Francisco. This is another game. This is what I mean. Come on, now. L.A., you think they come off a bounce-back week after getting their, their asses handed to them? You know? Beat like they stole something. Nope. They come out, they do it again. They got whooped. They got whooped by their daddy after handing them a bad report card. It was bad. It was ugly. San Francisco. Come on. What's going on here? Huh? Who, pull out the cameras. We're, I, I have to be unpunked. So, all right. So last week when we both sat here and said, um, get right spot for the Rams, it was under the assumption that Robert Woods was going to be there. Robert Woods towards ACL Friday. We didn't find out until Saturday. Um, the game was Monday, and that was kind of forgotten about a little bit. So I, on the podcast, I think I agreed with you on that. Now, the game was almost a week away, so I'm allowed to change my opinion, of course. Yeah. Sunday comes around, then Monday comes around. You start looking at the bets. You start looking at all the people. Everyone's in the Rams. Rams, 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 Rams. And it's like, why Why are we on the Rams? And then my favorite line I heard from all over Twitter was, the quote was, why is the line only three and a half? Why is the, the it's too short? It's the, no way. Like, it should be closer to seven and all this. I'm like, bro, 
I, I have to bet San Fran. I ended up betting San Fran. It was in the app, if you follow me. Obviously, on the podcast, whatever. Um, ended up winning a, my spread pool because of this game. Allen was a little pissed off me that I didn't call him and be like, yo, man, betting the Niners tonight. Discard the bet. Switch it. Yeah. He's a little upset about it. I'm, He's I'm supposed sorry. to have my back. I'm so, He's I'm supposed so, to have my back. You know what I mean? Sorry. I'm just telling like, you my process of how I got like, there. We're supposed to be like Forrest Gump and Bubba like when they're in the jungle. And he's like, Forrest, put your back up against mine so we don't have to sleep in the mud. You know what I mean? Uh, it yeah. started raining for one day and it didn't stop for three whole months, you know? No, not Everly. No, he just he just over there ships it, lets your boy out here to dry. You know what I mean? Hangs him right up there. He don't care. You saw it in the app. You saw it in the goddamn app. That's uh, fine. But on the game, the Niners' game plan was to run the rock. They did. They ran it down their throat. Uh, Stafford looked a little lost at times with OBJ out there. I think they'd be fine. I think they're in the same boat that the Bills were in a couple weeks ago. A little lull spot in the season. We just lost Robert Woods. We got Odell in. They're going to get him a little more comfortable. He looked just fine. And he only ran like 20 routes or some shit. He only played, in, I think, 15, 20 snaps or some shit. They're going to be fine. Um, like we said, it's a long season. Teams are allowed to have a low point, and they have a bye week yeah. coming up. They're a get-right point for them. Correct. They are allowed to do this. They'll be just fine moving forward. Uh, taking me into my last game, the Detroit Lions plus the eight and a half. If we all don't know, Big Ben was ruled out. I think Saturday, Friday, or Saturday, something like that, and the line got hammered down. If you got the eight and a half, you didn't even need it because the Lions should have won the game straight up. Um, I don't have much to say on this game. The Steelers suck at football. Uh, the Lions also suck at football. But, um, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a game I definitely had a good feeling about when Everly said about it. Um, it look, Dan Campbell, fighting Dan Campbells. I mean, we're not even going to call him the T-Try Lions anymore. It's the fighting Dan Campbells. Easy. Um, they come out. They play their the Lion, Detroit Lion football. Tough. Across eight-mile football. You know what I mean? They don't care. Eminem, mom spaghetti on your sweater. They sent it. It was right there in your face. They win. You know what I mean? The cover. And what I will say about it, the funniest thing is, did you see his press conference at the end of the game? Yeah. He was there and he didn't know what to say because he's not used. To, he he hasn't won. Like no. he legitimately still hasn't won, but he didn't lose. He tied. Yeah. He was like, I, I I'm lost for words. Like I don't know what to say. Blah 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 blah. Um, he's gonna get his first win this year. They're not gonna go oh seventeen and one. No one worry. He will get his first win. I. I don't know how good of a coach he is, but a motivator and he's putting it all out in the line type of guy. He's 1000% there. And I think they do have to give him a couple years. Let him try to bring some of his guys in. Let him make some draft picks. Let's do some stuff here before we root him out. Cause I really do like him as a coach. He's yeah. a Miami guy. If you didn't know, he's a tight end Miami dolphins, tight end coach. He was the interim head coach back when they fired uh, Joe Philbin back in the 2015. 17 season no 2015 season or 2014 season something like that oh wow i didn't even realize fun that. fact well with that being said about the old fighting dan campbell's i guess that'll take me to my first pick for the week this is a gross game this is a dumpster fire this is where we're at um this is how low we're getting this is how desperate i'm getting for you okay my degenerates my people my cult my following if you listen to us and you love me you will take this bet with me you will follow me into the deep depths fire of hell. I'm talking seven layers, Dante's Inferno. We're going to go Houston, Tennessee this week. We're going to take Houston plus 10 and a half, man. It's a magic number. Look, look, buddy. Tennessee ain't shit. 
They ain't shit. I'm telling you right now. Houston's going to come out, big old Texas hat and all, and stick a boot up in your ass. That's what I'm saying to you right now. Plus ten and a half. Kids, wife, house, put it on it all. So, Houston is coming off a bye. I love that for them. They're getting, it's the going to be the second week that Tyrod Taylor's back um, with the bye week in between to get healthy and get a little more coordination with the receivers and such. Ten and a half is a big number. For a team in Tennessee that can't run the ball because they don't have Derrick Henry, Julio's out, they have A.J. Brown, Marcus Johnson. This is a very gross game, a very gross number. And I've bet gross teams before, but I I cannot back the Houston Texans with you. I'm not saying I'm not saying the Titans win. I will respect the bet. I cannot back them with you. I'm sorry. I need more points. Oh, more points, he says. <laughs> They're this terrible. Is... Nope. I'm They're you. awful. Nope. They're they come so out bad week. at football. Nope. This week they're going to come out. They're going to prove. They're going to prove to you what kind of team the Houston Texans are. All right. All right. So, with that, I want to save that pick. I want to. I want to save um, the game we're both on. You know what I'm talking about till the end. Yeah. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a gross, gross bet. So I was contemplating doing this one, and I think this is a very sleepy spot for a team that just came off a great win last week. The 49ers just came off a massive win on Monday night at home against the divisional rival, and you know what they have to do? They have to travel across the country and play the Jacksonville Jaguars at one o'clock on Sunday. The Niners, great win. Biggest win of their season. Jimmy G, Jimmy G stays as quarterback. And they're going to travel down to Jacksonville to play a team with, there's probably going to be 20 fans in the stadium. Jags coming off a, coming off a, they lost, a tough loss last week to the Colts. They could actually win that game. Trevor Lawrence starting to look a little better. Now line six. I'd love to get a seven. I'm probably not going to get a seven, but. No one in the right mind is going to bet the Jags unless something comes out about the Niners. So we're going to wait all the way until Sunday morning to bet this game. And whatever number we have with the Jags, we're going to take the Jags. I really do think Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence are starting to figure it out. We're using Dan Arnold more on the offensive side. Um, I think that's one thing that uh, the Rams were just, they didn't like get beat. They just sucked. And I think it was a great win for the Niners. And how the NFL season's going, I would sprinkle a little money line on this game. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting game. And like I said, it's the NFL. Like, you can sit there and be like, are you serious? Like, what's going on here? Like, why are you guys taking these dumpster fire picks? It's late in the season. Anything's possible. Anything could happen. It's just it's the nature of the beast. It's, the, it's just how it goes. Um, that being said, it's going to take me to my second pick here. Carolina, Washington. Now, hear me out, folks. Cam Newton coming home. He hears the drums pounding. Oh, Matt Rule says, uh, we're going to give uh, Cam Newton some first ring touch. Uh, some from, uh, you know, I, I sound like Boomhauer there for a second. Um, some first team reps. Um, look, on the opposite side of the ball, coaching the old Washington football team. You have Ron Rivera, the old coach there at the old Carolina facility. huh? What a comeback story for Cam Newton. Come in there, beat the shit out of Ron Rivera. Let me tell you, Carolina, minus three and a half. Look, this line gets to three. 
You better smoke it, buddy. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Right now, I'm on a three and a half. I don't care. I don't care about the hook. Give it to me. I want it. I want it all day. Give we're me twice on Sunday. I love it. Matter of fact, I'll do it all day. We're laying the right hook here. Um, so, yeah, once again, another weird spot for, for Washington. Hey, come off a great win, but you lost Chase Young. So that's going to kill any type of running attack we have here. And what is Cam Newton going to do a lot of? Run the ball. He, he can't throw. I mean, last year in New England, he was a great runner. He couldn't really throw. Was that because he didn't have receivers? I don't know. Washington's defense is not good. So if there is a time for Cam to be able to throw the ball to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, it's going to be this game. They have CMC back there. Um, Cam, I think Cam finds the end zone. CMC finds the end zone. I, I think this is a sloppy game that Carolina can win pretty handily, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that, that will bring me into my second game, and I'm taking the fighting Joe Burrows, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think it's a pick or minus one right now. We're going to take money line just to eliminate the whatever the money line's at. I got it. I think I got it at minus 105 or something. They're playing Vegas. Vegas, after Monday night's or Sunday night's game against the Chiefs, where they were about to go in and score a touchdown, then D-Jack fumbled. I'm sorry. That just looked like a team that was taking right hooks, left hooks, uppercuts. That, and we were right there. We we they just scored. We could we hit this deep play. We make it a one score game again. <laughs> we got the Chiefs at home. Maybe we're in the second half. We maybe we could pull an upset, and then Mahomes just goes and puts like another thirty up on their head. I think their season's over. Personally, I, I just I don't see how this team with with Rugs with Gruden now Djax's there and he catches a wide open ball and then fumbles it. Uh, this team is about as big of a dumpster fire as. I'm so I'm sorry. I know you're a Raiders fan, but this team is in shambles right now. They need to get out of this season. We need to go to the off season. We need to regroup. Come back next year. They've just been through so much. Bengals coming off a bye. A good team in that AFC North. Uh, I think the Bengals get it done. Yeah, this is definitely an interesting game. Um, look, in the defense of like they just signed Sean Jackson coming from LA. Um, definitely a step in. Edwards coming in, stepping up. Um, I'm going to have to agree. I mean, even as a Las Vegas fan, you look at the last three years, we always say the second half of the season, I think even with Gruden and say Ruggs doesn't do this, they are just a terrible second half of the year team. They've always been. And I don't understand it. And then they'll wait to the last three games and pull some magic out of their ass. It's, it's an odd scenario, but um, I'm not going to disagree with that pick. So I guess that leads us into our together pick, um, Dallas KC. Ev, you want to take this over? Oh, Dallas all day, twice on Sundays, hammer them, max bet. Listen, two weeks ago we were talking about why KC is bad at football. Everyone was. They're done. They're not doing anything. They they can't do anything. Their defense sucks, blah, blah, blah. They still have Sorensen starting at safety. Sorensen had a pick last week. Congratulations. First time he's ever going to get one. He's going to get cooked up this week. This Kansas City terrible defense has to go up against the likes of C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, a healthy Michael Gallup, Zeke, Pollard, Dalton Schultz, oh, and Dak, who just came off his worst game two weeks ago and, quote, said, that will never happen again, I promise, and then came out and cooked the Falcons last week. I'm sorry. 
This is, I know it's in KC. KC just came off a great win against Vegas, who we just we just described Vegas, why they were probably dead. And Vegas' defense isn't good. Congrats, Mahomes. You threw for 500 yards and four touchdowns against Slop. Do that against Trayvon Diggs. Did you see some of the passes Mahomes was throwing? Like, he was just throwing them up. Give me Diggs out there. Diggs is going to get a couple interceptions this game. I, I know I complain about Diggs' cover ability, but you throw those balls. Like, the one to, to Williams in the end zone, like where he mossed the guy. Give me Diggs out there. Give me... Michael Parsons, I mean, this Dallas defense is a lot better than people think. I know Gregory's still out. Um, that doesn't worry me. Yeah, I, but even with Gregory out, they still have a decent uh, defensive rush. Yeah, and and the thing that gets me is I think Dallas' defense is better. I, I don't think we could disagree. Even with that, Dallas' defense is better. I mean, just with having Diggs and, and Parsons out there, like Dallas' defense is better. So that's Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it to you this way, okay? Uh, well, if we said for KC to win a game, they have to put up 40-some points. This is a Dallas team that can match that. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. You know, so say the defense doesn't show up Sunday. It doesn't matter. Like, it's game over. The Cowboys are going to win this game. Plus I, two and a half is is money. Uh, um, give me the, if it hits, hits a three, oh, my God. You better be putting loads of money in it. I'm not even – I'm money line. Straight up, they're going to win this game. I Listen, I just can't find a reason why to back Casey. I can't find a reason why not to back Dallas. I just – I look at the game and I go, this is just a mismatch. Like, I'm sorry, uh, Andy Reid, cool, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, your team finally got it going last week in Vegas, blah, blah, blah. But that I don't think it matters. I think Dak comes out here and Dak might have a career day. Like, I'll be yeah. honest, Dak might just completely they, – if they don't punt, I won't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, if that line comes out at, at let's say, 370, I mean, it's probably going to be higher. No doubt for Dak his passing yards depending on the weather obviously the weather there's factors in Kansas City it might be colder I don't think there's gonna be any snow or anything oh my god if this was a snow game oh man but I don't think it will be we'll get to the snowvers later in the season yeah I mean I love this game I love where we're at as a Dallas fan um this might be it this might be our year um I don't want to jinx it a little knock on what action don't know if people heard that um I'm not gonna get too excited I did tweet I'm gonna quote tweet it later um, if Dallas doesn't make playoffs, I'm no longer a fan. I'm sticking by that tweet. Um, they make playoffs, and they better make it to, to um, pass the divisional into the conference round. And if they don't, uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, my fate as a Dallas Cowboys fan is hanging. That that much. I think they're – I like them. I mean, I have Dak on my dynasty team, so that's why I like I like Dak a lot. Um, it's weird. My parents – my dad's a Dallas fan. My mom's an Eagles fan. And honestly, like – I kind of watch myself like I kind of like both teams. Like I want them both to win. Like I like I like I like Hurts. I like I like Dak. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird angle I'm in that I like both Philly and Dallas. But I think I'm allowed to because I'm a Dolphins fan. It makes sense, right? Yeah, something like that. All right. So I think that about wraps us up. Remember, we're seven and one on all our picks together, and we're on the boys' money line. Boys plus two and a half or money line, whatever you want there. Um, Let's get a crying Mahomes face this week. You know, we got like that crying Jordan emoji, crying Mahomes yeah. face. His little brother can cry too, and his and his Brittany, his wife, they're probably yelling at the refs or something. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps up week eleven. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously fantasy's going uh, quite dramatic as of recently. Oh, um, oh, look, oh we're oh. gonna keep that under wraps. Um, all I gotta say is Richie Benz, if you're listening, I'm coming for you, buddy. Pay up. Might as well pay me now. You can Venmo me anytime. So um, we will say our trade deadline is officially over on Mondays, the last day you can make moves. 
So of course me, I'm out there scheming. I'm looking for how to make my, my team that extra step better. I made a move. I went and got Darren Waller and Jerry Judy. Everyone's poo-pooing Jerry Judy. I think he's got a good back end of the season, but no, we'll see. If no. Calvin Ridley would come back, that would help my team out tremendously too. He's just sitting on my uh, on my arm, my pup list. Yeah, well, you gotta nice. look at it this way. I mean, I'm holding on a Tyler Lockett for five weeks, and I got him from Everly, and he's been uh, nothing but poo-poo for me. Um, Russell Wilson, come on, buddy. I need you to step up out there. You were out for five weeks with a damn finger injury. What are you? I bet you were still at home giving the old girlfriend the one too. Can I throw looked, a football he, though? He, he looked bad last week. I don't know what. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't. It was still broke or something. He's all broken. The, all Seattle's those... broken. The whole team's broken. Yeah. How about the Chris Carson situation? Like he's not coming back this season. No. <laughs> Alex Collins is the starter. R.I.P. All right. I think that's enough talk. Everyone remember, like, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, uh, action, follow us across the board, listen to the goddamn podcast, everyone have an enjoyable weekend, Alan, as always, thanks for joining me, you got any more wise words of wisdom for the folks? Break yourself six pack, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up, Uh, probably have a, I don't know if we'll have a uh, pre-Thanksgiving show, we'll see how that rolls out. Um, it's on a Wednesday. The boys will probably be getting ready to go out and destroy their livers. Um, yeah. So uh, Tuesday we'll, we'll have, have it. We'll, we'll we're gonna have, have show to, Tuesday. We're gonna have to work it out Tuesday because Wednesday yeah. the boys are gonna be unruly. I'm telling you, the guys are gonna get together. It's gonna be uh, sleeping your mashed potatoes Thursday this this November. We're gonna have a little Thanksgiving special. We're gonna talk about Thanksgiving food. Yes. All right. Everyone, win some bets this weekend. Drink some beers, and as always. Peace out.